This February special, we read Candy Hearts by Erin McLellan. Mechanic Benji Holiday is so over Valentine's Day. And men who don't get him. A weekend getaway with friends to escape the holiday hubbub is exactly what he needs. But William O'Dare, a stern and silent nightclub owner with Be My Valentine practically stamped on his forehead, throws a wrench into Benji's plans. William has spent years focused on his career, and it has cost him friendships and love. Inexperienced in the business of romance, he is on the hunt for the perfect partner, and he's armed with specific criteria to guide him. But William didn't expect a hunky mechanic wrapped in satin and lace to show up on his doorstep. Unable to resist their attraction, Benji and William agree to be secret fake valentines for the weekend. But secrets have a way of getting out. William gets struck by Cupid's arrow, and as the weekend winds down, he doesn't want fake or secret. He wants Benji to be his valentine for real and for keeps. Candy Hearts is a male-male Valentine's Day novella. So dive in with us while we discuss this holiday special. Guess what, guys? It's round number two because Crystal fucked up the first time and forgot to record it. I don't think we've actually ever done that before. We have never done it. <laughs> God damn it. We're human. Oh, no. I know. <laughs> oh, well. But it's fine because honestly, I feel like this one's going to go better. Yeah. So today we're talking about Candy Hearts by Erin McLellan, which is an mm holiday romance we don't typically do a whole ton of mm romance uh this is at least our third it's not something that we shy away from i think it's just hasn't been as prevalent i guess on our no it's not something like it's not that we're not searching i do for. a lot it of just mmf <laughs> that's the thing is we do a lot more mmf I mean, if anybody has some good MM recommendations, like right? I'm down for it. That's like we don't. We can add it I don't think our... we've done a single FF book either. Don't make that face. Listen, yes. I like me some M's. I like M and M's. I like M's. I just I like M's. FFs are not typically my preference. I could get into an MM book every once in a while. They're hot, but I don't know. FFs are just don't usually do it for me. And I usually feel the same way about FFMs, though. Unless it's Space from Mar by Ellen. Recently, <laughs> I was just about to say, recently I read Space for More by Emily Antoinette. Oh, so and good. I went into it knowing that it was an FFM, FFM and that it might not totally tickle all of my fancy, so to speak, but Tickled that I enjoy. For her, that's for sure. But I that I enjoy Emily Antoinette series and that I wasn't going to skip over that book in the series. Yeah. I genuinely really liked that book. It was really well written. Um, it was and the FFM aspect was done really well. And it was done in a way that I genuinely enjoyed. Not only that, but it was an alien romance, so he had two penises. So I mean it worked two well. Two penises for and 
there was 10 arms between the three of them. Oh, so. so good. Yeah, no, it was a good It book. worked for me because of all the appendages and it worked for me. Yeah. So today, however. Today, however, we um, just have an MM book and I'm going to set my We only have pe- two penises and four arms. Um, these are there's humans. Just, there's just a lot going on in this book. This is our last special of February. Yes. Next, we will be moving on to March. And when we spun the wheel for our first March episode, (laughs) so we got a couple crazy books for the end of February. They were a little outside of the box or a little, you know, we went a little wonky. Girls gone wild a little in February. And then all of a sudden it, it went from wild to dark just like <laughs> instantaneously when we were like oh we're going to march oh buckle the fuck up we're going dark so <laughs> welcome I, to march madness i was gonna say i accidentally said we're going a little march madness and crystal was like we're not playing basketball here and i was like well it's our own brand of march madness though hopefully no one minds that at this we're moment until we come up crazy. with something better we're calling it march madness yes <laughs> except for the leprechauns so Anyway, so Katie Hearts opens anyway. and ben- <laughs> Benji gets an email from his sister for a V-Day Sucks weekend house party, which honestly sucks. sounds like a really fun time. And I would love that. He really does want a week in a way, though, because he's completely over the whole dating scene and he just wants to spend the entire weekend drinking, eating too much candy and, as he says, spoiling himself. You know, he don't Damn. need no fucking man. Yes. Dear. Masturbating. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. And that, he just has that's a bag. That's what she means, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> he has a bag of sex toys and pretty under things. And it's laundry. He has a bag of dildos and laundry. <laughs> but there's a lot of stuff in this bag. You know. Like a lollipop whatever. should be licked. There's a lot of lollipop licking in this book. It was the whole bag of tricks thing that did it for me. <laughs> yeah. So he gets to this house with what he calls is a tacky pink door. But it's fine because he really loves tacky things. Honestly, that was an odd comment. It was a very odd comment to me that he likes tacky things. So I don't know. He's young, by the way. He's 24 or 24. <gasps> Listen, he is 24. Benji is 24 years old. We will. However, yes, however his well. inner self is 12. <laughs> Which makes it kind of gross at times. It, Just, yeah, it makes this whole thing. Don't worry, because I, I will probably say that again. Yeah, for a warning. Don't worry, because I have a rant about ages, but we'll get there when we get there. So he gets here, but you know it's fine. So he yes. Knocks. Did we mention this was a novella? This is a novella, and it's written in the third person. Yeah, it's also a dual POV, but I will put my complaint in now that. It is not labeled at the top. It is obvious who is speaking, though. So, like, you're not going to get super confused. But just so you're aware, if you like the names at the top of the chapters, it's not there. So, sorry, not sorry. So, he knocks on this door and a man opens the door and he is dressed in PJ pants, a sweatshirt, and as Benji says, intellectual daddy glasses so the guy is just kind of staring at him and asking benji who the fuck he is and he introduces himself and we learned that apparently the plans have changed since there's no power in this fucking house and the man who answered the door is there because he owns this house oopsie benji's kind of freaking out he's also super emotional 
and he thinks this man is just super fucking hot and overall just in his head thinking he should have just stayed home, gone to the clubs, and contacted his ex, which, by the way, don't ever fucking do that if you're in a mood, to contact him for a booty call, which is probably why his sister did not tell him that the party was canceled, so it avoided that whole situation. And yes, again, for the record, don't ever call your ex for a booty call. Just backsliding, not a great idea. Crystal so this would guy, know. Huh? I would know. <laughs> yeah, I would. So this guy sees him internally freaking out and invites him inside. And we learn that this guy's name is William. And Benji, again, finds him smoking hot, finds him very stern, but also older. Here is to note, William is 35. 35 is not old, but they wrote him as if he is like a fucking 70-year-old man. William has the mental age of a 90-year-old, while Benji has the mental age of a 12-year-old. It makes this disgusting at times. Uh, It drives me crazy because... When it shouldn't be. No, it just, it drives me crazy because they keep saying, oh, you're old. Bitch, 35 is not old. I'm 34. Crystal is taking this very personally. Just 35 is not old. 60. When he's 60, yes, that's fine. We'll call him old at that point. I 60-year-olds are going to take offense to this. You know what? 60 <laughs> is old, though. So that is past middle age. It's just middle age. It's not old. We're not even technically middle-aged right now. Right, but I'm saying 60 is only like middle-aged. So like maybe old people are like 50 is middle-aged. 90. 50 is middle-aged. Okay, fine. I'm just saying 35 is not old. So don't call Crystal old. I will fucking kill you. (laughs) For everyone's safety, for my safety, please do not say (laughs) that 35 is old. I do not want to die today. Please. Thank you. So William is a man of very few words like literally any conversation is absolutely painful for benji to have with this man because he is one word two word answers so benji offers to leave because clearly william is very uncomfortable with whatever is happening right now but william insists that it's fine well he's some random dude just that he doesn't even know just showed up at his dude listen porch like i'm ready to party I get it. Pajamas. I would be like, "What the fuck?" (laughs) I probably wouldn't even open my door. Just saying. (laughs) Yeah, but we don't like people. William did more than I would do. I mean, I was gonna say we don't. He made his bed, so it's honestly his own fault. (laughs) He does make his own bed. He's very beautiful futon. Well, we'll get there. (laughs) But William insists that it's fine and he should just stay. Then Benji just kind of asks, like, okay, well, so the, should I just, like, disappear into my room? And, like, do I get my own room? Because I can totally keep myself occupied for, like, a few hours. And William asks, doing what? Which, honestly, he asked for this answer. Not gonna lie. And Benji just says, jerking off and eating Valentine's Day candy. Unless William can think of something better to do. Which, kind of shocks William a little bit and then so Benji trying to fix this conversation makes it just more awkward there's a lot of weird awkward banter in this and again it really shows that his fucking mental age is goddamn 12 but William you know tries to make it a little less awkward and kind of just offers to show him the room and he does and the room is beautiful and we kind of learn that William sleeps in his office 
William is a super fucking workaholic. And then William asks, what's in Benji's bag? Now listen. Why are you asking a stranger what's in their bag? I mean, really, you nosy ass bitch? What are you? Is his name Karen? Like, what the fuck is going on? He asked a question before and look what he got as an answer. You're really going to ask this man what's in his bag? I thought he was supposed to be smart. Exactly. Look at the answer that he got before that he was just planning to eat candy and jerk off all day. What the fuck do you think is in this man's bag? Fucking dog treats? You fucking dingleberry? I mean, yeah. By the way, what's in this bag is sex toys and lingerie. Shock. Aw. Good fucking goodness. William does, though, find Benji super attractive. And when he hears what's in this bag, it really just melts his brain. And he just leaves the room, (laughs) which honestly would be my reaction. I would get really uncomfortable and just peace the fuck out. William's original plans for the night was to get work done, which is him planning the post-Valentine's Day bachelorian auction at the Mount, which is one of the clubs that he owns. His resolution, though, this year is to give romance a genuine shot because he has spent the last few years really focusing on his career. And now that he is doing well, he wants to try to actually make this work. And he even made a list of all the things that he wants in a partner. Don't do that. So stupid. Granted, I think that a lot of us are guilty of probably doing that. Pause. We're still recording, right? Yeah, okay. It says recording. Dude, I'm going to check like every fucking three seconds to make sure we're good. So I'm prepared petrified can't word literally no words anyways at first she was afraid she was petrified thinking this was not recording recording button again she spent so much time looking at that red dot but it's blinking because the last time i cried it's blinking and i had to text ariel why please don't make me die (laughs) anyways so benji comes back down william still finds him so cute and all he could think about is like wanting to see benji on his knees in front of the fireplace which wild thought first of all (laughs) like come on y'all just met This man is just having fucking all of the feels. So William talks to Benji about what he does for a job. And then we also learn that Benji is a mechanic. So they just have some conversation. Benji then texts his sister and asks her why she didn't tell him the party was postponed. But she doesn't answer the text message. So he decides to call her instead. Which, fair point, especially if you're freaking the fuck out about this whole situation. I also would call. I just also don't like talking on the phone, but that's besides the point. In a situation like this, you can bet your fucking ass I'm calling this person. So she claims that she forgot all about it. Except Benji calls her on speakerphone in front of William. Yeah. Yeah. He's again like 12. Mm -hmm. Just saying. And she says that there was a huge shipment of butt plugs that had come in and she got all distracted. Benji does not think that butt plugs are... That would distract me too. Well, Benji doesn't (laughs) think that it's a good enough excuse, okay? It's distracting. I feel like that would be distracting for me. I don't know. Oh, shiny. (laughs) I just, I feel like that would be distracting for anyone if all of a sudden a ginormous (laughs) shipment... I mean, butt fair. bugs arrived. Fair. I mean, whether you were used to it or not, just like surprise. Right. Fair fucking <laughs> enough. And so he does let her know that the power will be back on the next day and he's going to stay because William said he could. And then 
on this phone call, Benji does refer to William as a bore. And so after the call, William calls him out on it. And William asks, you know, Ilium, Ilium, Ilium. William then asks, Benji, Will I am. Thank you very much. <laughs> this is not the Black Just Eyed Peas. Just kidding. I don't think I can say that. JK, that's probably copyrighted or something. <laughs> no, Will I am as a person. I know, but he probably copyrighted it. <clears throat> Dude, we sing so like, much. Delicious definition making boys go loco. <laughs> scary oh my god so william then asked benji what they should do and benji's just like yo it's your house like what are we gonna do and he goes well you know i have cards if you want to play solitaire entertain yourself bitch he goes so, so you're not gonna entertain me and william's just like oh sweetheart i do more than entertain you if you'd let me benji is shocked and he just he has to double check with William that he's actually hitting on him. He absolutely was, by the way. Because again, they just met very recently, so why not? Benji proposes that the two of them become fake Valentines. Why? They're both hot. They're both single. So, you know, I guess why not? <laughs> and William asks what being fake Valentines entails. And uh, what will being fake Valentines with you entail? Low jobs. William's uh, for that. Okay, hello. So, So we're doing this? Yep. So William is totally well, down. that was a quick turnaround. That is yeah, I didn't realize that being fake Valentine's meant you got to blow each other. But okay. Sounds fabulous. And that was just the conversation. And then Benji just gets down on his knees and blows William. That happens. And as he's blowing him, William really wants Benji to take his shirt off. And Benji really freezes because he is wearing a baby pink harness and a lacy jock strap underneath his clothes. And he has never done this before while wearing this with anybody because you know it's like it's his secret but he does take it off and William super fucking into it and because of how accepting of it William is Benji just thinks that if a guy couldn't fuck or be fucked by him while he was wearing pink lace and they didn't deserve his frankly fantastic ass or mouth or hand and at first I was like well this is quite different. On one hand, I'm like, cool beans. You do you, boo. But also, we don't usually see a lot of this. This was just no. different. It, I mean, I'm cool with the different. It, but that's the thing. Oh, yeah. Like, but it was like, had, interesting. It was a shock to the, my brain. I was, I was like, not prepared for that. Oh, okay. So All right. Let's see how this goes. Yeah. So Benji then bets William that he can make him come in five minutes. Solid. And if William wins, he gets to spoil Benji however he wants. And, you know, they're like, what if you win? And Benji's like, you're not going to let me do that. So he does. And he makes William also fuck his face. And we also learn that William has a thing for armpits. Again, to each his own, but armpits, to, guys, really. To each their own. <laughs> to each their own. But whatever. So William then comes all over Benji's chest and neck. And it was the armpits. The, it, it was, was the, the armpits. armpits <laughs> and the pink harness. So then it started to feel really personal to Benji. And he felt like... Maybe this wasn't the best idea. Okay, sure. You propose the blowjob and you propose the fake Valentine thing. Bitch, really? Ugh. He is a, he's well, just, he just got cum all over his pretty pink lace. Give him a minute, Crystal. We have to remember he's young inside. He's already starting to get feelings after this blowjob, okay? This is a holiday novella. I'm aware. Remember what you tell me. She's giving me trash fingers, everyone. Simply just go fuck so yourself. you know. So now, <laughs> is... Will, 
What? So I, this is why we need visuals sometimes. I know. Right? So William is now going. If to you'd use... like visuals occasionally, make sure you're following us on TikTok and Instagram. Yes, Crystal has started spicing up her videos a little bit because I can't. Aren't she's so... spicy like Aren't that? Aren't they so cute though? I put little borders around them. I liked it. I was having too much fun. It took me way too much time. <laughs> Any hoozles. So <laughs> William now is going to spoil him. So he has him kneel in front of the fireplace since then she's like a little bit cold. And I mean, it's also romantic. So, you know, and then William eats his ass while grabbing onto the harness. Yes, that's then, romantic. I mean, the romance is the fireplace. Not the ass looking. No, not the ass looking. Not the rimming. No, he rims his asshole. He fingers his asshole. Benji really wants a dick. And then a part that I have a problem with is William says that he is older than him, so he needs a little bit more time. Recovery time. Apparently 35-year-olds feel like need more recovery the recovery time. time is age specific. I feel like William has never read a smut book before. I feel like William has never had actual sex with a person before because it has been a really long time. It has, but I'm just saying. It doesn't even matter the age. That refractory period, not age specific. Older people can go pretty quickly. Younger people can can also... take a while. Yeah. See. Yeah. So whatever. So much it's your virility or whatever. <laughs> so Benji instead suggests a dildo. William is like, but I don't own a dildo. And Benji's like, but everyone should own a dildo. So Everyone the one should own a dildo, William. I know, William. He was, and like, he was like scolding. <laughs> so He's like, funny. I have plenty. Let's go. <laughs> yep. So the one he really likes, though, is the Swap Monster Everglides dildo. It's like a slip and slide. I just feel like calling it a Swamp Monster, though, when everyone calls it Swamp Ass, is probably not. Anyways. None of um, that sounds appealing to me. No, none of it does. But Benji... Maybe he likes the swamp ass feeling. Oh, that's so gross. I hate swamp ass. It's so uncomfortable. It's that swamp (laughs) ass feeling. Instead of saying get out of my swamp, it's get in my swamp. In my swamp. I'm so glad you do. <laughs> we are way more unhinged because we're having to do it again. <laughs> Benji does not want him to leave, and they kiss, and William kisses his armpit, and Benji is super into it. Okay, that's just gonna harp on this armpit shit this whole time. She could just arm- ignore it and just gloss don't over touch it, but my she's armpits. gonna harp on this the whole time. Yeah, yeah, because this is my episode, bitch, and I could do what I want. Anyways, then William makes him come. You're welcome. So then William cleans him up. Benji's kind of freaking out because he hasn't done that before. And William just makes sure that he enjoyed it. Benji says that it shouldn't be that big of a deal because it's fun. Cool. William says he's just going to kiss him. And then they're going to lay down on the couch while he reads. And they might also just take a nap. Awesome. Benji falls asleep. Sounds great. William realizes that he's having fun. But feelings are starting to happen because, you know, we just met few hours ago and this is a novella so yes feelings but as william's coming to this like realization blah 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 he also falls asleep and then they both wake up and they have a talk about what they're doing and we learn that benji is a super people pleaser and doesn't know boundaries thanks to his childhood william calls him sweetheart and then reassures him that you know we're good and william asks about like what's going to happen once the weekend is over and they just say that there's going to be no expectations, which we all know is not a fucking good idea. 
You don't just do this. Be like, oh, there's no expectations. Hold on one second. I'm sweating balls. I need to take my sweater. It's that swamp ass. Fuck it hell. Couldn't find the other headphone. I like whipped it out and couldn't find it. That's a problem for people. If you, <laughs> you should be able to find it if you whip it out. Oops. <laughs> That's a small problem. It's a very small problem. It's like a chapstick size problem. There are big problems in life and there are small problems. That's a small problem. I got 99 problems, but a dick ain't one. Sounds like that one is the. Oh my god. 99 problems, make sure your dick ain't one. Thank you and good night. So they decide to order pizza. We'll be here all night. Yeah, we'll be here. We'll be here all year, baby. We're not going to go away that easy. We don't care Mm. if one person listens to us, we'll still fucking do it. We started this thinking nobody's here. But we love you guys. But on that note, make sure to like and rate us and let us know how we're doing and if we're entertaining to you. I mean, if we're not, we're probably still going to be us. But at least we'll know what you entertain day. ourselves. That's really all that matters. Yeah. Welcome to the ADHD sorry, no, sorry. Thunderdome, baby. Anyways, so they Anyone decide they're going to they're going to order pizza. And William orders the sweet treat two topping pizza for two. That's a mouthful, by the way, of trying to because he has a coupon. That's why he ordered it. Because you know what? Let's be a little financially responsible. Isn't William always? Because he's yeah. Because William's old and boring. Because he's really old, guys. Like Crystal. Fuck you. I'm the same age as Crystal. I'm just being an (laughs) asshole. Oh my god. So while this is really sensitive for her for some reason, <laughs> it's just stupid because if you're going to call someone old, at least actually be old. <laughs> Come on. So as William's ordering this pizza, Benji decides to explore the house. He finds the office and he confronts William about him sleeping in his office and he calls him out for being a workaholic and that he really needs, you know, treatment for that and asks him if being a workaholic. What's the treatment? I don't fucking know. Quit your job and move to the woods. He's got half of that going. I thought he was going to make it dirty. His dick. That's the treatment. Listen, I knew somebody that anytime something was wrong with me, they'd be like, you know, you know, what would solve that. No, dick does not not solve that. But thank you. That's like that commercial where they're like, what is it like Purdue or something? I don't know. It's some kind of frozen chicken company. It's like no antibiotics ever because you can't just throw antibiotics at every problem. And there's a commercial with them like literally throwing antibiotics at everything. You can't just throw that. dick at everything. You can't just, just make fetch you know. happen. Oh my God. Whatever. Get through this. Anyways. <laughs> but he wonders if being a workaholic is why he needs to practice dating, which is what they're doing with this Valentine's Day stuff. So the pizza arrives and it's a small bouquet of roses, sparkling cider, heart balloon with a dough you on it and a large brownie. And all William can think of is that he wants benji to date him for real he really likes him and they talk about fucking on an actual bed so they go to the room and benji sets up candles around the room and makes it all romantic and benji lays out sex toys on the bed because that's romantic and he's wearing stockings and william is like super fucking into it you know william asks him why he brought all the stuff and benji just says the pretty under things are about self-expression and he planned on spending all of the time jerking off in a stranger's house which is kind of rude but he likes being rude which honestly goes to show his age so much i'm like the only people who i know that like to be rude are literally some of my seventh and eighth graders do you know how old they are 
wild fucking guess. Well, 12 it also and like, 13. Honestly, that gives him like assholes do that too, but just he's an asshole. So William blows him and asks him to keep explaining why he loves lingerie as he's blowing him. And then just as William is getting to the part Benji was super looking forward to, he's got such a cool thing going on. Why do they have to make him such an asshole? I don't fucking know because he's 24. He's such a young little baby and William's so old. William needs a little cane to walk around. Benji needs a pacifier. You know, he's probably into that. The Think sto- they I role said- play and do that? Listen, I sent you the story about the diaper place. I'll tell New- you the story. <laughs> New Hampshire. I wonder if the diaper Airbnb. Fitz Weatherby told the story about the <laughs> diaper thing in New Hampshire. I'll tell you the story. Tonight. On the New Hampshire Chronicle. Yeah, with Fitz Weatherby. I'll tell you the story <laughs> of the New Hampshire diaper B&B. Anyways, so <clears throat> right as they're about to get to the part Benji's so much looking forward to, a loud thud happens. Don't worry, guys. It's just raccoons. William goes, checks. It's just raccoons. Trash it's just, pandas. I fucking love a trash panda. I we know you do. need to feed the trash pandas that are outside of my backyard at night. So William goes to check and then he goes back to the I room. I wish she was joking, but she's not. I'm not joking. I want to feed them. And he comes back to bed and he calls Benji some sweet names and is being super nice. And Benji's getting in his feelings again because he's never had sex like this before. Apparently, just like being loved and cared for is not common. I get it. I have also had that sex and it's It's great. Don't worry, guys. They get interrupted again and don't actually have sex because all of the people. And it wasn't us this time. No, no, it was not because Ren and Robin show up because. Who are Ren and Robin? Ren <laughs> and Robin are friends of William and their party we're guests. Supposed, they were supposed to be. Yeah, they're supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, they're coming the to the party. So Ren was super worried that William would be alone and she felt bad for him for being alone no power. and bored. And so obviously, though, he's not alone, which is also pointed out by she Robin. She didn't know that, but she decided no. to bring the party to him. You know, so that yeah. And Robin company. points out that he's not alone because Robin's not stupid. Apparently and Ren is. While Ren just seemingly has no idea what's going on, Robin can also clearly see what's going on between William and Benji. His legs. I mean, I'm sorry. She can literally just like look at his face. So Ren asks William how his date had gone. And the last thing that he wants to talk about, not only in front of Benji, but on Valentine's Day, no less, is about this date. So then they decide to steer that conversation away and talk about the Bachelorian and how he has had several people drop out because they fell in love. And again, I will repeat it. The Bachelorian. I fell in love with a stripper. He's climbing that pole and I'm in love with the stripper. I bet you Benji would probably. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So again, the Bachelorian is the auction that he is hosting at his nightclub. Ren gets volunteered to be one. And then she's like, but do I like need to go on an actual date? She does not for the record. They're coming to offer goods and services to those who are bidding And then Robin suggests that Benji also sign up because he's a mechanic. So people could obviously bid on him because he's good with cars. And he's also young and single and gay. And fine. And fine. Robin very much does not want to be involved. 
<laughs> with this auction. So then Robin instead breaks out Mad Libs because they go from talking about this auction to let's do Mad Libs, but they're dirty Mad Libs. And every word that Benji is putting out is like enticing and it's like potent, slippery, needy, dominating, bull. He is trying so fucking hard to put off the vibes of like, take me please. So Benji heads upstairs before everybody. He's calling it a night. But he wants to be prepared for William because he thinks all these vibes I just pushed out to William, super great. He's going to come up and we're going to fuck. So he brushes his teeth, cleans all the toys, scatters the petals, relit the candles. William does not show up. So he's making all these deals with himself. So if he doesn't show up by this time, he will do this and et cetera. But when William finally shows up, Benji is fucking himself with the swamp monster Tilto. And William tells him to stop before he comes so that he can watch. And he does watch him fuck himself. So that's great for him. And William just takes a rose petal and he starts making it travel over his arms. And guess where else it goes? The armpit, because why not? And then he licks the same path that he went with the rose petal and then Benji comes and then William calls him pretty. And now Benji is crying because <laughs> Benji's emotional and vulnerable. Benji is in his feelings a lot for someone who really wants to deny that these feelings are fucking happening. I mean, being in your feelings is okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay, Met this guy okay. like five, six hours ago. <laughs> At least he's not afraid to share how he feels. Yeah, sure. Then William makes him turn over because he's going to keep spoiling him. And as he's playing with his ass, Benji apparently thinks this is the perfect time to talk about his fucked up childhood. And he does. And But William's cool and just tells him to keep talking. And I'm like, this is so fucked. But after all this, William says that he wants Benji to fuck him. In a sweet way, though, because he wants the real him. Also, the thought of being fucked by Benji while he's wearing all the lingerie gets him, like, super fucking hot. So he puts on a vibrating butt plug that's also a cock ring. Everything vibrates, a cock ring, butt plug, all at once. It's great. And then he fucks William. <laughs> and then William comes all fucking over the place, all over his chest and his neck and his chin. William's face, by the way. It just goes... And William's like super shocked. <laughs> William, William was super shocked at fucking how much cum came out and where it fucking went because he's never come this hard before. You know, sometimes that happens. That just goes to show you're having some shit ass sex before that. And all William now is thinking is in his head that he needs to add stuff to his dating criteria because basically the person that this person needs to be is Benji. But something has shifted between them and they kind of just make sure that everything is okay because they just had this experience together. Because apparently after every sexual experience between the two of them, something emotional happens and they just need to check in with each other. Maturely. Yes. But they met six hours ago and they've had this conversation like six times. Maybe that intimate. I guess so. So William says that when everyone arrives... That he is going to be sleeping in the sunroom. Benji does not like that very much. His whole body kind of stiffens. Honestly, they're fake Valentines, but they're secret fake Valentines. It's so fucking stupid. Because can you not hear them fucking? Well, these are all friends of Benji's sister. I know, Benji's but Benji's feeling still. all weird about it because he doesn't want his sister like all up in his business. Yeah. And... So, But Benji says nothing. 
And he just admits that sex has not been like this for him before. And that he thinks that William's house is haunted by sex fairies or like horny ass little cupids. So weird. But whatever. So Stupid cupid. Stop hitting on me. No. William wakes up in like a cuddle hostage with Benji. And they're just cuddling and they kiss. And then they go and watch the sunrise on the dock. And it's super fucking cute. And then they're going to take a trip to the come and go to charge their phones and get some coffee. And then like the weirdest comparison to their situation happened, which is they'd been dressing it up with romantic fixings like an amorous baked potato but what if all they had was butter and chives please don't ruin potatoes i like potatoes william then admits to benji that he doesn't want this to be fake and benji's a bit nonchalant about it but he agrees he doesn't want it to be fake either and we get a little bit of information about the fact that benji has like the secret instagram for his sexy pics but he hasn't posted anything yet because he's nervous and William encourages him to post in the photo because the photos are fucking awesome and they kiss and talk about how they're real Valentines. But still secret. Yes, but Benji reiterates that they're secret Valentines because can't let anybody know your secret. It's like it's a word. It's like the worst kept secret since Hannah Montana. OK, we all know who Hannah Montana was. Well, if I ruin that for anybody, there's I'm so a limo sorry. out front. If Hot I ruin Hannah Montana's secret identity color. for anybody, I'm so sorry. She's Miley Cyrus. Anyways. What? So- no. Wait, seriously? Crystal, don't do this to me. Baby girl, you're old now. You should know these things. You should have understood it when she said the but best of they both were, worlds. But they were like, Miley was her biggest fan. I don't know how I'm so Get sorry for that. Both were. I mean, she says it right in the song. It's the best of both <laughs> worlds. Chill it out. Take it slow. Then we rock out the show. I can't believe we just brought Anna Montana into this. It's <laughs> freaking like 2000. I'm aging us. It's fine. We're old. Remember, according to Benji, we're old as dirt. Okay. So they get back and the power is not back on. It was supposed to be on in the I morning. I bet you I could still do that dance the, from the Hannah um, Montana the, movie. The hoedown throwdown. Yeah, kid, kids I babysat used to watch that like incessantly, and I needed to like <laughs> I could totally I, I do it. to know that so- that dance. Yeah. Anyways, so the power is still not back on. It was supposed to be on in the morning, but it wasn't. So he calls the power company again, and they say it's probably like five or six more hours. And now Benji's sister arrives. She makes her grand arrival with all the other people, and so now we have at the house it's Ren, Robin, Avi, Manuel. Harry and Sasha, and then the other two, which is Benji and William, because they were here. And, you know, they're also already falling in love, and it's been a day. So Harry says that they should all just make Valentine's Day cards. So they do. It's cute. Then they play music, they dance around. Sasha gives Benji a gift, and it has like a silk robe in it and something special at the bottom of it. Don't worry. Keep that in your brain hole. We'll learn about it soon. You're welcome. They all decide to do a bonfire and have some s'mores. And they talk about their best first dates. And most of the couples just kind of say that their best was the one with their significant other. Fucking boring, by the way. Have Throw some fancy shit in there. Benji says that his was when he slept with this dude once, watched the sunrise, held his hand, and they could see their breath in the air. And that it was pretty perfect. And all Benji wants is William to say the same one out loud. 
He doesn't, though, because it's a secret. He really wants people to know, but he also doesn't want people to know at, like, literally the exact same time. So Ren says that hers was with the homecoming queen and from their hometown. And William comments that he hasn't been back to their hometown in years. And Sasha makes a little snide comment about it and saying, oh, whatever. And she does apologize to William after and William does admit that he has been really bad about keeping in contact with people and he was just so focused on work over the years and, you know, he caused all the problems. Benji then is waiting for William in the master suite again. And William shows up right after midnight. Benji tells William to strip and says Sasha gave him a gift that he wants to use on William because nothing says romance like saying your sister gave you something to use on the dude you're about to fuck. Because why not? It's a flashlight for the record. <laughs> and Benji makes a comment about putting it in his armpit to let William Not fuck the it. copyrighted flashlight. No. He makes a comment about putting it in his armpit to let William fuck it. William says, not this time. And Benji's like, maybe next time. So they don't do that. But Benji does use it on William and kisses him while he comes. Sounds great. Afterwards, William sets up a bathtub for them. It's cute. And have a heart to heart. William admits that the closest he's ever been in love was with Ren. But they're not romantic at all. And they're just more friends. And that's the kind of love he feels for her. Benji says that he's never had love. In like the romantic-y sense. But he loves his sister. So that's the only kind of love he has. That's kind of sad though. But it's okay. They love each other. They haven't admitted that out loud yet, but they definitely love each other. <laughs> and they really talk about what they think that love looks like. And then they make out. William starts touching Benji's dick and boom, the power comes back on. And Benji freaks out because he doesn't want them to get caught because they're secret. Remember that. They are secret valentines. Secret. So they go to t- help turn off all the lights in the house because every fucking light is on in this goddamn house. And then they cuddle up in the sunroom together and they fall asleep, which I mean, if you're, if you don't want people to think that you're doing shit, probably don't do that, but whatever. So when they wake up, they watch the sunrise and Benji admits that he doesn't know what it is between them, but it doesn't feel like a joke anymore. And William then asks Benji to go on a date with him. Benji says, I'll think about it. William says that he has to go get some work done because now the power is back on. He can actually do his job. So he goes into his office, going through a fucking shit ton of emails. And Benji comes in about an hour-ish later to rescue him from work. And when he's in the room and he's just like walking towards William, he looks at the bookshelf and just freezes. Turns out he sees the list that William had made on the fucking bookshelf. Weird spot for it. And it's the list that he made about his future partner. Benji is now freaking the fuck out. Because nothing on that list is about him. Like, none of it. He is, like, anti the list. He is opposite of the list. Nothing. The list is William. Yeah. Benji decides to spend the entire day buzzed. I mean, I would also, if I found myself in the feels... And also then found that list of this dude I definitely love, but won't admit out loud that I'm doing anything with him, even though it's very obvious by the sounds of fucking that everyone in the house can totally hear. So (laughs) Sasha then goes up to Benji and she's drunk. Everyone's drunk, realistically. And she just asks if her evil plan has worked. Surprise. 
she was trying to get him and William together and had purposely not told him about the party being postponed. She thought they could both enjoy a hookup for the weekend since they were both sad and lonely. And William's super fucking uptight. And Benji's pissed. He feels manipulated and says that you manipulated me into showing up here early in the hopes that William would bang the sadness from my eyes. Which is and such a now, wild line. because he's so insecure about his own self, now he's so insecure about how he felt before because he feels like because he was manipulated, he can't trust his own feelings. And yeah. what if they now are fabricated because to... they he was manipulated and he doesn't trust how he feels anymore? I mean, because he's 12. So, you know. Right. We can't handle big feelings. Emotional maturity. Emotional damage. <laughs> Emotional <laughs> damage. You sounded like Edna Mode there for a second. <laughs> That's because I'm dying inside. So then Robin comes up with a brilliant idea. Robin says they're going to play spin the bottle. And they do. The rule, though, is that Sasha and Benji don't have to kiss since, you know, they are related. And if he lands on her, she can choose who he kisses. We also learn that basically everybody in this group has kissed at one point in time and that some have slept with other people within this group. Benji's a little jealous because they have this cute little unit and he isn't part of it. Benji's bottle lands on Sasha and she makes him kiss William. And he kisses him just nicely and says, thanks, old man. Because, you know, William's old. Then, finally, Benji's spin lands on William. They kiss a lot harder than before. And Benji also slips him a little tongue with some, like, needling from other people. They're like, slip him some tongue, slip him some tongue. They're like the drunk cheerleaders of this group. And they do. And they're fucking really going at it with the kissing and then... Once they're done, William just responds back with, thanks, kiddo. Fuck. Gross. Stop it. And then Benji pretends to swoon. And then William catches him and then kisses him even harder. And the crowd goes wild. Yeah. It's so stupid. So then William sneaks into Benji's room because, you know, Benji goes up, blah, 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 later on in the night. But William sneaks into Benji's room and they really fucking want each other. And William asks... What's something Benji loves but hasn't done in a while? Turns out there's a toy that he uses by himself. It's hands-free and he can do whatever. And he just wants William to be there to watch it happen. So William sits behind him. It's not hands-free. I thought it was at he first. He can do it hands-free. He said he doesn't use his hands. I thought so at first, but it literally details that he was using one hand with it. It's so weird because it says he does it hands-free. There's a disconnect. Apparently, yep. it is not a hands-free thing, even though he says he uses it hands-free. I know. I had that little. It, I know. It's like I, a met, it, it was, I'm pretty sure it's just a metal dildo. It was. Yeah, it was mucky because I was like, I thought you said you were just setting it up and then going. And but then at when William was behind him, he said his hand was down working the thing. So. So, sorry. just No, you're fine. So there's a disconnect right there because it, it does. It says that he's hands-free, but then also it's not. So it's just right. weird. William sits behind him while he's using it and wraps his arm around Benji. And then Benji comes and then asks William to fuck him. And then they fuck. And William then asks Benji to go on a date with him. And he gives him a card that says, my Valentine, because 
That's it's what Valentine's they do Day. after they have sex. So they fall asleep. And when they wake up, Benji thanks him for last night. And it was great and says that his sister set him up and he's kind of. It gives a- me someone kisses you and you say thank you vibes. <laughs> thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> but he does say that his sister had set them up and he feels a little bit manipulated and that he's worried that he's not going to be a good fit for William. And he reiterates again that they were fake secret Valentines. And William says that it was real for him. And Benji agrees to a date. So three days later, William picks Benji up for a date. This man does not read a room, and he went way too big for this date. They went to a bar at the top of a skyscraper, and everything was just big and fucking ridiculous. The menu was also super fancy, and Benji had to Google shit that is on this menu to kind of even know what was happening. He was trying to be impressive and overcompensated, and yeah, it was stu- yeah, went way was in just, over his head. He went way over. And so, and then also like during this dinner, the waiter dropped spaghetti into William's lap. I would be kind of pissed. I'm not going to lie. So they he go to thought, the- He thought the whole thing was funny as he, that they William, could laugh about it as a William, ridiculous first date. William was having a great time. Benji, less of a great time. And they go to William's car and William has a fucking flat tire. And Benji just really feels like the world is against that. Benji then- This is t- a sign from the universe that they are not meant to be. Yes. And then Benji tells William that he found his list and that he is the opposite of the person that is on this list. But William says that within three hours, all he could think about was that Benji was his list. So list out the fucking window. New list is just Benji. Benji is it. He wanted to add a bullet point to the list about sunrises and that the list in general just fucking meant literally nothing he wants benji benji says that he's freaking out because you know he didn't fit anything the date was a disaster all the stuff so he is admitting all of these feelings out loud and like expressing how he's feeling william admits that all he could think of during the date was how much he liked laughing with benji and he loves his eyes and that he's and that william is offering his heart to benji And that he'll see him Saturday for the auction because, you know, Benji's in the auction. So Benji texts his sister for an emergency brunch and he talks about William with her and asking if Sasha likes him and says that he likes him and that he thinks William likes him because they're fucking children and they talk about it like this. He thinks that he ruined it. Do you like me? Check yes, no, or maybe. Right. It's just... It is what it is. And then he asks Sasha what love feels like. And they talk about love. And then it hits him that he's going to be on a stage in front of everyone. So he needs to do something. Obviously, this man really loves William. Basically, he feels like he needs to do a big grand gesture for William. Because he's coming to realize, oh, fuck shitballs. I love this man. I need to do a big grand gesture because I'm pretty sure I fucked up our date. So I need to like make this so much better. So the auction happens. William is super scared that Benji's not going to come. The auction's looking super dope. It's doing really well. Robin is asking about William. Yeah, because neither of them have seen Benji yet. Yeah. So Robin is asking about William and Benji and William, you know, and how he thinks that he ruined it. So Robin says to William that he needs to do something big. So William is like, okay. 
well, I know that he has brunch with his sister. Maybe I can pop in and surprise them at brunch and do a big thing at brunch and profess my love there. And he's working it out and planning that out and trying to figure out the details of, okay, when do they have brunch? And while he's working this all up in his head and trying to figure it out, all of a sudden, Benji is on stage. And making a big speech to William. And he's having his huge grand gesture about him deserving a grand gesture and that he wants the small stuff with him too and asks him to be his valentine benji gives him the card that he made at the thing and it's a little janky but you know it's cute and benji agrees to a second date and they kiss and then william because they're like hey yo you need to pay for this auction so william takes his wallet out throws it at the organizer and that's his for Benji. And then we have an epilogue. The epilogue is just one year later and they're together at William's house. They're doing some dirty things against the house outside and they're cute and they love each other and the end. And that's it. And that's your the book. End. The end. The end. That was Candy Hearts. Yeah. Our last February Valentine special. Yes. Who was your favorite character, Crystal? I'm going to go with Sasha, the mastermind of everything. Me too. Who was your least favorite character? Benji. Ren. Benji was too fucking much for me. (laughs) And I usually liked too fucking much, but this was too. It was like childish too much. Yeah, it was a lot. Ren's just kind of a shit stirrer and I didn't really like her. It was a big fat lot. Amazon gives us a 4.3. Goodreads gives us a 4.0. What is your rating? I rated this three stars. Honestly, the writing just did not sell it for me. Benji aside, just talking about the writing, it read a little immature for me, writing style-wise. It just wasn't for me, which was a little out of place with a smut book. So it kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Like it read almost like YA writing. There's a lot of smut in it though. In a smut book. No, yeah. That's what I mean. Like, but the writing style, like yeah. the word choicing and the. It's as if um, Benji wrote it. Yeah. The eccentric way of writing. Like it was almost eccentric first person writing in third p- person writing. So yeah. it was very odd. So yeah. it, just, it wasn't for me. I gave it a 3.5. The age thing was really bothering the fuck out of me. So much. Only because they mention it so often. It really just bothered me a lot and then yeah the writing it was written like juvenile that's i agree with that how about your cucumber rating i gave this a 4.5 it had quite a bit in it it wasn't written the best for me but it had quite a bit it was 4.5 for me i gave it a six there was quite a bit also there was a lot of different stuff like we don't see the lingerie stuff Mm -hmm. used that often so that was kind of nice to see it would have been higher for me if it was written better there you go so yeah and that's it folks and that yeah that wraps up february so next month we are diving into some dark shit pat patrick's (laughs) style oh that's not dark (laughs) (laughs) well you never know i guess we're diving into saint patrick style books for our specials our next special will be March 11th, so make sure to check out that. As a heads up, we will be reading Irish Cream, which is a MFM novella. And it will be another novella, so Crystal Bay Inter get ready again. But 
that's my in life. In the meantime, be sure to keep an eye on all the socials since we do post consistently on both TikTok and Instagram. And we'll post like little clips from the show, kind of give you a heads up of what's coming. In the meantime, check out our regular episodes and uh, make sure that either way to keep reading and keep it smutty. Once in a time, flies, right up to the end.